Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. Genesis done. 16-bit arcade graphics. You can't do this on Nintendo. Genesis done. 16-bit sports action. You can't do this on Nintendo. Genesis does. Genesis does. Genesis does. Genesis does. Genesis does. Get Joe Montana free, Pat Riley free, Buster Douglas free, Super Monaco GP free, or Collins free. Who doesn't have fond memories of growing up playing Buster Douglas boxing on the Sega Jet <laughs> on the Sega Genesis Buster Douglas? What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy comes by and the two of us sit down and reminisce about a game from the good old days. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week, we're going to go off script a little bit, try something a little different. My buddy Miklos came by, and we look back at the single greatest feud in the history of video games, Sega versus Nintendo from the early 90s. And you can argue PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and you can say Microsoft and Sony, but Sega and Nintendo fucking went for the jugular. Well, Sega did. Nintendo played took kind of the high road, but Sega does what Nintendo don't, right? Um, this one was pretty fun, man. Nicholas growing up was a Sega kid and growing up, I was a Nintendo kid and, uh, we stayed calm and cool. This wasn't a fight or a debate. It was just a look back at the, at the, at the beefs that came up on the park, man. They were good on the park. Good job, Adam. 
Fun episode, man. Good times. Uh, people have pointed out that I haven't done any Sega games yet. I have some recorded. We have more coming. I do know some Sega. We will get into it. I promise. Uh, but this one we recorded a couple of months ago, and I've just been waiting for the time to put it up, and I feel like this is it. So uh, I'm going to get to it. I'm not going to waste too much time. I know I say that every week, and then I do waste time. But uh, we won't. We, I won't do too much. We're going to get to it pretty quick. Uh, thank you guys so much for, for listening, as always. My listener numbers are still slowly climbing. We are on Spotify and Stitcher now, and that's helping a lot. So if you're on those platforms, thanks for checking us out on there. Also, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean. You guys know how it is. If you're listening to this, you found it somewhere. So thank you. Uh, if the format you're listening to this thing on allows you to leave reviews... Uh, please do, please do so. I'd really appreciate it. Sorry, my dog is, is acting really weird. She wants to go outside, so I'm going to wrap this intro up quick so I can take her out. Please leave us good reviews. I'd really appreciate it. I'm going to start reading them on the show as long as I got them or comments on the YouTube videos or whatever. This week's review comes from the Podbean app from Russell Christoph. I know exactly who you are, my arch nemesis, uh, but thanks for listening, buddy. And he just said, loving the show. Keep them coming. And uh, that man's never said a nice thing to me in my life. We've known each other for a very long time, so I really appreciate that. So thanks, buddy. I hope life is good for you. We're going to do one of these next time. You and I are in the same province. We'll get together and do one of these podcasts. Um, As far as what I'm playing this week, it is, uh, I just finished Guacamelee 2. Uh, They're a Metroidvania series. There's two of them now. It's about a Lucha Libre wrestler that can turn into a chicken. They're fucking hilarious. They're available, I think, on everything. All the main consoles, anyway, and probably on Steam. So check it out. If you've never played them, highly, highly recommend them. Uh, I'm still a Mario Tennis junkie, and I know I've got Smash Brothers coming just around the corner, so my life is over for a little while. Um, oh yeah, and then I'm working on a playthrough of the original Metroid, the original NES Metroid. Uh, I can't remember if I mentioned that last week or not. Slowly plugging through that. I uh, I never played it originally. I played Super Metroid, and uh, it's I do find it kind of hard to go back to the original after you've played the 16-bit superior version of some of those games. But I'm still having fun with it. Good series. It's Nintendo. You guys know I'm a fanboy. I don't care. I'm proud of it. I like it. Um, That's it. Good enough. I still have ideas for this thing in the new year. I'm still interested in hearing your ideas. If you've got any particular requests, if there's an episode you'd like to do, please message me. I'd love to have you on the show. And uh, and let's make this the biggest podcast in the history of the universe in 2019. I think we can do it. We only need about 8 million more downloads a week to fucking catch some of the big dogs. And we're there. Okay. With all that said, I am going to get to the podcast. Thanks for checking us out, you guys. I hope you enjoy this trip down memory lane, whether you fell on the Sega side of things or the Nintendo side of things. Everyone had a side. I don't think I knew a single kid that had both consoles as a kid. Uh, I didn't have any rich friends either, though. But you had to fall on one or the other. Most of my buddies were Super Nintendo kids just like me, because we and we won the war. We were on the right side of the fucking fence, you Sega nerds. With that said, sit back and relax. Cue the music, or in this case, the commercial and uh, let's look back at the Sega Nintendo console wars with my buddy Miklos. Check it out, guys. Here we go. When you decide to step up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing, feeling, when you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come. The games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience because no one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, superpower. Uh, okay, so this one's a little different than all the other episodes, but I've wanted to do this. This has been like one of the first concepts I had for an idea on this podcast, and I was like, I need, I needed a Sega kid. I know a few, uh, but when you you were like, yeah, I'm a Sega, I was like, yeah, I, I love arguing. Well, Miklos was, loves to argue with everybody. I, was like, <laughs> I love to argue perfect. with everybody. And 
Well, it, it came up because, you know, I had a Genesis. Yeah. And so you're like, what are these games and you want to do? And I was like, oh, man, you want to do Sonic the Hedgehog? And I like, never really played. And yeah. I was like, it's man. A, I've had a couple of people suggest Sega games for this yeah. podcast. And I, and I, 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 I did play the the Sonics. Like I could do one of these about. I don't know if I could do one of these about a specific Sonic. It would have to be about all of them. the three and Knuckles. You know what I mean? Like the Sonic games. Um, but growing up, like I'll tell you, man. I, I like people can say the PS One versus the Nintendo sixty four. People can talk about PlayStation versus Xbox now. I'm um, like anyone that grew up in the era knows the greatest rivalry in the history of video games so is so big. Nintendo versus Sega, Mario versus Sonic. Sonic. The NES slash SNES versus the Sega Genesis. Yeah, it was so big back then. Oh man! And like, I, like, did, I, so you you had a Sega? I had a Genesis. Okay, yeah. I was I was disappointed when I got one, but like my cousins <laughs> had one, so and they lived like you know pretty close to me. Yeah. So I was like, well, you hang out with them all the time. You might as well have something that you guys can share stuff on. So. Right. So then, because like, so did you? Like, because I only had a I had a regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo C four, but like. I think like fuck. If you were one of the kids that had both, yeah. you were a rich kid. Oh yeah, because I don't think I knew anyone that had both. No, like I don't. Like it was because I don't think it was. Especially back in those days, I don't think you could convince a parent that you needed both. Both. Yeah, you could not. You, you, you know, know what I mean? Two video yeah. game systems. So like maybe a Game Boy for when we go course, on trips. Game Boy. And yeah, stuff, and I mean, I guess you could argue the Game Boy versus Game Gear thing. Oh. But to me, there's no like that was a Here, blowout. Here's gonna be my major argument for all of this is that. For whatever reason, Sega got beat, even though they had almost completely superior everything. They had like wow. the Game Gear uh, had a light up screen with color well before anything else. Agreed. Uh, yeah, agreed. They had the higher graphics before everyone else. They agreed. had add-ons before everything. They had everything before everyone else. The only and they still somehow fucking lost the console because you know wars. what they didn't have was mario well they didn't have that nintendo ip and you can't like uh, and i like sonic i watched the sonic cartoons i had yeah. their comic books well sonic uh sonic was cool sonic man. beat mario for so many years right but in the like in the long term though yeah. nintendo just had those games like that's the only reason like and, and i don't exactly know where this episode's even gonna go but the only reason <laughs> nintendo could hold their own in video game today with with their own console in the video game industry for the last because I would like, say the Super or the Nintendo 64 is where they started to fuck up, and then they never really completely recovered. Like they lost so much yeah. ground to Sony then, and they never really came back. No. But the thing that keeps them above water and keeps them relevant is their IP. Oh yeah. They have those IPs that are just untouchable. You yeah, know, they just have to make another one. Like, hey, let's make another Kirby. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, right? <laughs> and like, it's this is a debate for another time. But like, man, uh, when the Wii U died. And yeah. I loved the Wii U, but the Wii U fucking died. Well, Nobody liked the hey, Wii U. Hey, you know, you know what the Wii U was? Was the Sega Dreamcast? It's, yeah, <laughs> don't you? Know, fuck, we'll get into that too. Yeah, is is when the Wii U was really dying again? I'm, and I love the Switch. I'm telling you, when the Switch is all said and done, it may replace the Super Nintendo as my favorite console of all time. I love it. But before it came out, there was a lot of people being like, "Dude, does Nintendo go third party? Like, yeah. does Nintendo just make games?" And I'll tell you, man, can you imagine? If Nintendo went to Sony and Microsoft and was like, we want to just make games, start the bidding. Who's going to get the exclusive let's, rights let's to Nintendo? Let's stop doing innovative stuff. I don't think Nintendo will do that. They'll never will. They N- never Nintendo will. has let's... said that they would get out of the business before they go third party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But like, if you if you just opened up your library, all your back catalog, and all those IP to Nintendo or to Sony and Microsoft, and we're like, guys, or, yeah. highest bid wins. Yeah, they would. Then oh, that the uh, money they would spend, Mick. The that console would forever be dominating. That one of them would put the other one out of business. Yeah. If you could get a, if you could play all your Maddens and all your Call of Duties and everything, but then also have the, all the Nintendo, oh, man. you'd put the other one out of business. Like, oh, a, we're getting, we're the only no one time. with we're the only in one with no Mario. Oh. Screw you. But that was that's now. This was then. <laughs> and back then you had Nintendo and you had Sega. Now I know Sega had systems prior to the Genesis. Yeah. There was like the Sega the Master, Master System, System and Jeff, and but like the Genesis that. Yeah. The Genesis was when Sega was so like let's go mainstream, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I read a book, and I God, I wish I could remember the name of the book. Game Over? It's a really good book about the console wars between Nintendo and Sega. And Sega, like, it's, I mean, it makes no no hide about it. Sega was like, we need to look cool. Oh, Nintendo man. was like the little they, kid system. It was like the first time you saw, like, direct uh, marketing against another company. I have every intention of putting at least one of those Sega commercials at the front of this podcast instead of music. <laughs> Sega does with Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> and it was perfect. And like, and I'll be honest with you, dude, I, I only knew one or two people that even had a Genesis. All yeah. my friends had Super Nintendos. But like, I thought the Genesis looked so cool. It was, they it did was such like, a great job of making it the, the, like the, 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 the attitude machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was a cooler looking console. The controllers look cool. Oh, it had man. Sonic, I, who was so awesome. When when I was playing different games, especially uh, like fighting games like Street Fighter or Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat, I mean, you had like the three buttons, but it was you know like you had the the low, medium, high yeah. kick, right? Yeah, yeah, right. You didn't and you didn't have to worry about the bumpers because people just like racked the bumpers. Yeah, yeah. But then you had those three, and you get the one even with the six buttons on it for yep. specifically for it and i mean i had two of those yeah yeah so it was almost a superior controller it was a cool thing like especially before the super nintendo came out yeah and it was nes versus sega like right near the end of the nes's life yeah i can't remember exactly how long but Just i know being able to do more things. to have an extra button was really cool and yeah. the graphics were great they did such a like I don't want to go into gaming too too specific into games because I could save those for another episode. Oh yeah, but like when you look at like I mean because when you think of Sega Genesis, the first thing that's going to pop in your mind is Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, right? Sonic, Sonic, Sonic. And it's like and other consoles have tried to do that. PlayStation tried to do it with Crash. Yeah, and it didn't really. It didn't. Crash take, was cool. It didn't but take off the same way. Sonic was Sonic. Was, uh, Sonic brought the Sega Genesis you, to the forefront and. Yeah, for years, Sonic stood the test of time. Kept it above uh, Mario, and I think the big thing too is they weren't making another Super Mario World. No, you know, right? They did Paper Mario, which was like the sequel. Well, they did Yoshi's Island. Yeah, was Super Mario World too? But they only put that on the title to sell games. Like it wasn't Super Mario World two at all. Not even close. But yeah, Sonic. They 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 pumped Sonics out. It was Sonic, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic Sonic Knuckles, Knuckles. Oh, which is like. The, that I remember one of my friends having. That and, was that was one of the most that, that was like Game Genie esque where you could just dude. put that in and then put Sonic One or Two in it and then you could play as Knuckles in that those was games. pretty cutting edge. Oh. It's almost like DLC. Yeah. Well before, before DLC. DLC. That oh. was pretty cool. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly 
I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Um, I, I, I remember actually saving my money to buy that, like getting like gift cards to Canadian Tire and being like, hey, I'm going to go and buy this game. Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. And I thought Knuckles was so cool. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like, I mean, I'm a Mario. I, I've never made any like I, I, I won't. I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I have been my whole life. I love Mario. I love a lot of their IP. When I look at Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, those three characters in particular, I always thought Dr. Robotnik was kind of lame. But <laughs> like when you look at Sonic, and now Dr. Eggman, or whatever the fuck they call him now. <laughs> but you look at Sonic, Tails, and, and Knuckles, and I'm like, they're three pretty cool-looking characters. And they're so bright. Yeah. And that world seems cool. Sonic, like... Just... And it was like one of the... It's like one of those forever run games that you can play now on your phone. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, but it was... <clears throat> but it now, was also exploratory, too. Like... You would go through and you'd be like, oh, man, I missed this jump. Yeah. Where does that go? Now I'm in this. And usually, like, if you could keep running on the, the top or the upper tier of the level, mm-hmm. you got, like, more coins. It was a lot easier. There were less uh, people to fight. But yeah. then, like, if you went down, it just it became so much harder. And- but but then, like, I'll ask you then, because I only played Sonic a little bit as yeah. a kid. Like, do you... And, I'm, and it's cool. I'm just curious. Like, do you think that they're good games by today's standard oh yeah i would go back and play them for sure because i had a hard time with them i'm like it's too fast and i'm like i don't know what the fuck's going on i'm like i'm just running and hoping i don't hit something i was so used to that meticulous mario you know what i mean yeah and i found them i was like it's cool they look great they look really they just look cooler than mario they just do and the sound the music's cooler sonic's cooler they're so fast but I was like, I almost felt like they were kind of not, they were kind of gimmicky. It was just all about speed and running around. No, man. And it bumping was, into a shit. A lot of it was, it was just, it was like Mario, but a lot faster with no power ups. Right. right. Yeah, like, there was no power ups. Right. So like the just, shield or whatever. You had to have coins. Well, the, later on, you could get like, uh, in Sonic 2, you could become Super Sonic, where you right, were like right. basically Dragon Ball Z yourself. Right. I remember that because it was, and it, yeah, because it was like the 3D, like where you're running in the tunnels to pick yeah. up rings of shit. Um, like that's when, like, I mean, I don't think anyone would deny it. when you think of Sega, that's the first thing you think of is Sonic. Yeah. And I think Sega deserves some credit for that because a lot of other like video game companies and a lot of other, I mean, to an extent, some consoles and things have tried, they've seen the Mario formula yeah. where they have that character that's that IP that's worth a billion dollars. And they're like, let's do that. And Sonic and Sega are really the only ones 
that figured it out and did it. And they're still Sega. Like Sega's gone third party. They it's so well, cool. They're, that they're they pretty make... much almost. Well, there are Sonic games. There were Sonic games for like the Xbox. Oh yeah, they're for everything. Uh, yeah. But I think they really kind of took all their IP and moved it to Nintendo. They do work with Nintendo. Nintendo like it's so lot, cool that they all more. get along so well now. Yeah. Like it's like I don't know. I don't know if you're a huge wrestling <laughs> fan, but the closest thing I think of when I think of Sega and Nintendo is is WWF and WCW. And then after WCW went under. Almost every big star from WCW eventually came over to WWF and yeah. worked for them. And I was like, that's what it is with I Sonic re- now. Sonic's in Nintendo now. I remember those days of the wrestling right? wars. And, like, and that's what I think of when I think of the console wars. Because, like, dude, when you were a kid, it would get heated. If you argued about those consoles, Yeah, people were like, dude, no. Nintendo sucks, play Sega. Sega sucks, play After Nintendo. After a while, too, like, you, you kind of came to recognize that they both had a lot of different qualities. Like, I absolutely loved playing, like... Uh, the NHL games on yep. uh, the Sega Genesis. I agree with as, that. As compared to playing them on Super Nintendo, one hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah, all of, like sports the, games. Sports games. Yeah. They really took a lot of the sports. Um, My friend Joe had a, a Sega, and I loved going over there and playing NHL and watching some of the games. And I was trying. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm thinking a little bit weird myself, but they, uh, they took some of the the concepts, stuff like Devil Dragon. And then they made their own. I'm trying to remember Streets of Rage. Okay, yeah. And then they like made their own in this higher graphics with a little bit more things to do. Yeah. And they just kind of made it their own and kind of took like that uh, whole uh, competitor out of the market. And right? they like you didn't go back and play Double Dragon once yeah. you played Streets of Rage. And they had especially um, when you could be the kangaroo. I never. Fuck. <laughs> and they had uh, was it Fantasy Star? Fantasy Star. That was like their Final Fantasy. Kinda, Shining right? Force. Okay. Oh my god! Go. Uh, it was like um, Breath of Fire, but your guys didn't die if they died. They and, had some. They had some great. And items. that was a game you had to grind. Like you want to talk about a grinding RPG? Jesus! Like they had some great IP, dude. They had Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> yeah, Echo was huge. Echo was huge. I, I I don't know how good a game it actually was. I it remember was... playing it a few <laughs> times. But do you remember Vector Man? He was all these green dots, and he made it, these green circles that made up like this guy. I thought it was like the coolest looking game. I used to play it all the time. I, see, I remember it, but I don't think I ever played it. I think of uh, when I think of Sega Genesis, I, and I know that a lot of them came in the Super Nintendo and stuff. But I think of like Aladdin and oh, Lion King. Oh, Aladdin and Lion King, like were... the Disney games. Oh man, my dentist office when I was a kid had one, and they had Lion King there, and we'd go and just play and play and I play. Remember, I remember seeing this uh, meme like a picture that someone posted and it was like kids they think they have it hard and it's just like uh i think it was the lion king and it was like hey if you can beat uh the fourth level using only these three buttons (laughs) 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 you know you think you're good at video games beat this but they were because they were on both yeah but they just looked better on the sega they were brighter more they look more cartoony you know their fighting games had blood Whereas yep. the Super Nintendo ones had sweat. But the uh, <laughs> the issue, too, though, with the fighting games is that they had to actually decrease their quality so they could have blood. Oh, is that right? I didn't yeah. know that. I went and looked I went and looked it up today. I had I wanted to take a look because I was like, I remember it being better. Um, but the way they were done is they had, like, smaller health bars. They didn't have such a pronounced time coming down. And the graphics were just a little bit more grainy. But then you got to see that like red splatter come off. Which was such a big deal. Yeah. It was, and it really was. It, it was really was. Deal. It was a it huge was. selling factor. It right? was a big deal. You, so, wanted, you wanted to play the game like it is was on the arcade. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Sega was close. Like Sega was just, it's funny because like if I was an adult back then 
and had a disposable income and could only afford one console, I would have bought a Sega. Yeah. I think. I think. Just because it looks so much more adult. It looks so much cooler. And like even the console itself, like the Super Nintendo, and I, it's my favorite console. It hurts me to fucking badmouth the Super Nintendo because <laughs> I love it that much. But like, because you're right, when the Genesis launched, it was kind of up against the original Nintendo. Yeah. And uh, and you would I don't know how long this podcast will come after the Super Mario Brothers three podcast. Yeah. But you mentioned that when we just finished recording the Super Mario Brothers three one. Nintendo launching Super Mario Brothers 3 was, it was like, like a week before or something like that. And it was, it was like, so the Sega Genesis has these great graphics and Sega, Sonic, the Hedgehog. And we're oh, so no, it cool. didn't have Sonic for a while. You're right. Yo, yo, you're right. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, you're right. Sonic, when you Sonic, think of it, Sonic brought it out of the graveyard. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because I, that's what I think of, but it wasn't a launch title or anything. It wasn't anything a launch like title. That. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Nintendo was still a, hey, we're fucking Nintendo. Nintendo. You know? <laughs> and I think that part of the Super Nintendo's success was uh, the goodwill from the NES. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people that had an NES then, growing and up. Launching with Super Mario World. Sure, sure. And when a lot of people, like, I know this is the reason I had a Super Nintendo growing up, it was because I had the regular Nintendo. Yeah. So my issue is Nintendo's what I knew. Like, did you have a regular Nintendo? I did. And yeah, then you yeah. flipped to Genesis. Yeah, parents' decision, not mine. You, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's that's just, like, that's interesting to me that some families did that. Because I think yeah. a lot of families, it was just, like, well, it wasn't even video games. It was Nintendo. Like, th- Nintendo I, was video games. I think it, I mean, being a... Being a kid, you're like, you know, you wanted to stick with your brand. Everyone has this, but then your parents are like, "Well, I mean, we can't really afford a Super Nintendo, but yeah. for like fifty dollars less, we could get you a Genesis." Yeah, and I mean, you kind of felt, especially when it happened, you felt like, you know, you felt poor. <laughs> <laughs> but then as it progressed, you're like, "This is actually better," and you have friends come over and be like, "Hey, let's play some games on," because you know, I mean the. Just the fact that they were different games that you couldn't play. Agreed, yeah. Right? It was a really cool console, man. It really, like... I mean, there was, like, the wars and everything and being like, this is better, no, this is better. But after a while, it was like, hey, man, like, you have stuff I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I don't know about yourself, but, like, like to me, because, I mean, take the NES out of it. Just put Super Nintendo against Sega Genesis. Yeah. Like, when I look at the two of them now, uh, I still think the Super Nintendo has the superior library. Yeah, because I think the Super Nintendo has arguably the greatest library in the history of video games. Like I love that library, but like when I look at the Sega, it was just a sexier system. Like it was like the gra- like when I think of their graphics for for sports games or the oh, Disney games or anything, yeah. they were so bright and they popped. It was like cartoons. It was like playing yeah. cartoons. You know what I mean? And it was it was it was more attitude. It just seemed more adult. Like it was. I really wish now going back. I, I'm not. I don't regret having a Super Nintendo, but like I wish that I'd had more time to play the Sega because it was a really cool system. I loved their cases for their yep. games instead of just having these like cartridges laying there. I loved having that like book, like that big bright box for the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just look so cool. Uh, they I did also, a lot of shit right. Also, yeah. Well, I mean that that's something that kind of game changed everything. That's how you get them now. Yeah, right? that's true. Right? Yeah. Like you don't. It's true. Like everything comes with a case now because you got to protect your game. It's like without going into the history of games too much because I don't know that much about it. I don't know exactly how shit fell apart for Sega, but like, oh, well, I do know how it fell apart. <laughs> they fucked they, up too many times. You no, know, and then they tried to push too many things, dude. There's so many things they tried to push, like the Sega CD. Are again. Uh, first console with uh, CD graphics, yeah. uh, being able to play movies, yeah. like movie quality games. 
uh, was amazing. Uh, even the even the Game Genie esque thirty two X. But that's just an add-on. But that was it. Hit a point where you had this fucking Sega, Sega. with a 32x in the top and a Sega CD, CD on, on the, the side. side. And it looked like a fucking computer, yeah. you know. Like, and I feel like maybe that's where shit kind of went off the rails. It was for them. just like too many things added on and not enough of its own. Right. Right. Like if you if you were to go into being, uh, if you wanted to make the switch to Sega after a certain point, uh, you would have had to buy a Genesis. Then you have to buy the Sega CD. Yeah. And you, it was just so many things that added up. I yeah. think it was the bad. Yeah. It just like kicked itself in the teeth. If I was a parent and had kids and knew nothing of video games other yeah. than my kid wanted a video game system, it was like, yeah, well, if I buy a Super Nintendo, it's all I got to buy. Yeah. And he can play whatever game comes out. You know yeah. what I mean? If I got to buy a fucking Sega, then a 3D, or then a CD, then a 32X, and then each game works for certain, it's like fucking yeah. certain games for that. I would have been like, fuck yeah, I'm yeah. just sticking to Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, that's... And I think Nintendo, or Sega was just trying to... Because Sega's whole, at the end of the day, Sega's entire marketing ploy, their whole game plan was we have the bigger, more powerful... powerful cooler system yeah and i think that's all they were trying to do with the 32x that's all they were trying to do with the sega cd was just be like look at how much bigger more powerful our system is but it didn't work and then uh the dreamcast uh, oh so and there's see like to me and like I, <laughs> all right yeah we'll go down this wormhole for a couple minutes Fuck. the sega dreamcast <laughs> is the most tragic story Maybe in video game history. Probably the most tragic story. Because at that point, Sega had fucked up so, so much that they, the time they came out with a console that was legitimate. And light years that had everything else. Nobody had faith in them. Because nobody. at that point, you had you had the original Xbox. You had the PlayStation 2. No, the, maybe. Yeah, because the PS3 would have yeah. been the 360. Yeah. So you would have had the Xbox. You would have had the PS2. You would have had the GameCube. And you would have had PS2 was just new the Dreamcast, but like yeah. you had a four. I remember that. Yeah. I remember there being a four console war four. at one point, and it like somebody has to die yeah. in a four console war, and like the PS2 was on t- the PS2 it's is just, the greatest selling console of all time. Like it was a fucking it was monster, untouchable uh, monster. <laughs> and Nintendo the Xbox came out of nowhere and to, I, to I, rise up and take second. The thing about it is, I think because well, they a took lot of Halo, they Halo. had Halo. Xbox is a system Halo build. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Pfft. 
Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses and offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. Crash Plan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. Crash Plan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of Crash Plan. That's crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with Crash Plan. Yeah. Uh, but if if... A lot of people were skeptical of Microsoft releasing yeah, a console. I, that was the thing too. I wanted a PS2, and of I, and I got the Xbox. <laughs> that's fuck. That's funny. I uh, and then Nintendo had their GameCube, and they lost some traction. They lost like the the SNES didn't sell as well as the NES. The Nintendo sixty four sold drastically less than the SNES, and then the GameCube sold even less than the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. But they stayed alive because they had those IP. IP yeah. They had that IP. And I think at that point, people knew the quality you get with the Super Nintendo. Or the, probably with the Nintendo the, system. The nail in the coffin, though, for the Dreamcast was um, pirating things. Yeah. They had zero pirating protection. Yeah, You could put any game on any CD and play it. So all you had to do was find someone who had uh, the ability to write a CD or copy a CD, mm-hmm. and then everyone had that library. So, I yo, mean, what a terrible fucking PlayStation misstep. fixed it when they had it, because I had mine modded. Yeah, I had I, friends I, that I, had that, too. I had my PlayStation modded, so I, I remember going to Rogers all the time, renting a game, and because they, then they put in, like, uh, in the game, like, if your PlayStation's been modded, it would come like, uh, your PlayStation's been modded, you can't play this game. So yeah. I would just take it back. This game doesn't work. You just go get a completely new game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... You're right. The dream. I forgot about that with the Dreamcast. So, I mean, I think you, you combine, obviously, struggling software sales because everyone was just burning Bunch games. games yeah. uh, with the fact that I really think that people were looking at it and were like, we've been burned by it. Because I think... Even if you were a loyal, you were a loyal Genesis. I yes, right. But by the time the 32x and the Sega CD and everything came out, if you were going to your parents, be like, "I need a new system," I can't imagine. Like that's a hard sell. It's a hard to be like. Let's go back to Sega, you know. And it's it's. I'll stand by that. I think the Sega Dreamcast is the most tragic story in the history of games. It was it like it was levels beyond anything else. Sure. The graphics yeah. killed everything. The it, gameplay killed everything. It's like it's if you would. I mean, who knows? But like, it, like take Sony. Like, say the, the the console wars had been the Dreamcast versus the GameCube. Oh, without the PlayStation or mm-hmm. Xbox market shares, things might be completely different right now. You know what I mean? And, like, and that tragic flaw of being able to burn every single game. Yeah, and then like that, that was, was like the glory days of the internet for starting up too. Mm-hmm. It's too bad, you man. Just go find the game online. <laughs> I, uh, it. It's too bad. <laughs> I fucking. I'm glad Sega is not dead. I'm yeah. glad they're still around. Uh, I haven't played Sonic Mania, but I've read that it's very, very good. Okay. Like people are like they're back to form because I really thought that was another thing. I know some people praise Sonic Adventures. I didn't care. For, like I have played it and I didn't care for it. Um, yeah, it's all right. I didn't think the transition into 3D did it Sonic any favors. No, not really. He's at his best when he's in just side scrolling 2D. You know, I mean, Mario, 
Say what you will. I love some 3D Marios. I don't like some 3D Marios, but Sonic, I've never played a 3D one I liked. Well, man, it's just so hard because essentially it's just a 2D game again. It had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like you, you're looking at it from behind instead of yeah. from the side. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I'm glad they're still around. I'm glad they're still making games. It's so, I still, and I don't think kids today get it, but as an adult, that, grew up in that Sega versus Nintendo era, I get such a kick out of seeing Mario and Sonic in the same game. Oh, yeah. Anytime yeah. they're... Even if we're one of those shitty Olympic games yeah. or Smash Brothers oh, or whatever. Actually, uh, for Smash Brothers, I was a diehard Pikachu spammer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I didn't know how to play. I never had a 64. Right. So I was like, come over. Was, oh, fine, I'm going to be Pikachu with the green party hat. Look sickly. Yeah, I, <laughs> I used to actually do that on the GameCube one. I would do that and wear the like perp, yeah, the yeah. party hat. Uh, I, I remember Smash for the Wii, yeah, which was when, Brawl. And I remember that that was the first time Sonic showed up. And, uh, I made the switch over to him. He was really good. I he thought was that was a, so He was a wonderful cool. character. Yeah? Wonderful character. It's great. I still think it's... I'd love to see Knuckles show up in Smash. Oh, man. Like... Let's just like it, let's first of, of all, we now. need some Waluigi. <laughs> yes, yes, I don't. Yes, the Waluigi. I, 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 I don't care what anyone says. I stand by that Waluigi, Waluigi will be the last announcement. Is now my character on any Nintendo game that allows you to pick him. It's funny because I hated him, <laughs> and then just over the years, he's grown up because I love Wario so much. Yeah, and Waluigi's grown on me, and I'm like, yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, and uh, I, I'll stand by it. I'm telling you right now that the last character announcement they do before they release Smash is going to be Waluigi. I'll, I would bet money. Oh man, because the public outcry has been so big. It's been huge. That like, can you imagine if it's like, say, it's their last the Nintendo Direct before Smash comes out, three or four weeks or something, yeah. and they're like. Oh yeah, one more thing, and then you just like <laughs> sales pre-sales go through the roof. It would explode. Boom. It would explode. It'd be so big. Um, and they see, and there you go. See, and that's and that like, I think part of Sega's fuck up was all the add-ons. I think that was probably their biggest, fuck, biggest up. fuck up. But I do think too, and I know that not even all of these existed back then. But Nintendo just had this library of IP that yeah. no other, and you could just expand upon. Well, I mean, even. Um... Everything they did, uh, you got like when they introduced Wario, it opened sure. up a whole new yeah. avenue of people. Yeah, right. They brought Donkey Kong, Kong back. Donkey Kong, Star Fox, yeah, Metroid, like Super Metroid was he, like they have Zelda, they have like you just. I know that Sega's got Sonic. Sonic's yeah. cool, and everybody. I don't know everyone likes Sonic, but a lot of people like Sonic. But like, what's another Sega IP? Oh, that's man. that. Like, then there's not. not there's there's yeah. just not. You know, no. and Nintendo's got that legacy yeah, collection just, of they IP. just created a whole universe yeah so so it's i mean it is what it is it's before we started recording i was like i don't know if this is going to be an argument between a <laughs> nintendo and a sega fan or just two nerds talking video games and you were like it's not going to be an argument because i know i'm on the losing i'm end. on the losing end man. and it's it's easy now to look back yeah. i would i would like to know if there were any executives at nintendo that at any point were like oh oh Cause like oh I think so man. I have they to were, think there was a time were like Sega a, was there were ahead. like a bunch of years mm-hmm. that Nintendo was trailing in sales when they were essentially the sure. only market. It's easy to look back now and look at all the fuck ups Sega made and everything and be yeah. like oh that wasn't even a war but at that time yeah. it was it an was absolute massive. war. It was awesome. It was almost like a decade long. Yeah. Right. So and which I think it's I just I love watching them work together. Now. <laughs> I just think that's yeah. so fucking cool. I'm a I'm a huge fan of a lot of the Sega stuff. So it's nice to see some someone else pick it up and just keep it going. Yeah. Right? Sonic, like, 
I don't know, man. I don't want to say that Sonic's the second greatest video game character of all time because I think the top two are probably Mario and Link. But that said, like outside of Nintendo IP, Sonic is Sonic. hands down the biggest video game IP outside of. Well, Yo. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think he is. And I don't care. You could be like, well, Call of Duties, Assassin's Creed, those types of things. But I'm like, Sonic is just, he's got something that those don't have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that little kid charm that adults can play with too. That yeah. just. And he's still around. I mean, even if you took, say, Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed isn't IP. No, you're right. Right. Yeah, so yeah. neither is Call of Duty, and I mean, as great as they are, they're not. They're not going to sell a system. No, Sonic. Right? And that Sonic was, I think, the last thing to have sold a system. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. I, mean, I agree. Like with we that. talked about earlier with Crash Bandicoot. He never sold the system. Although I will say. Uh, and I'm not going to put them in here, but fucking maybe even better than the Sega ripping on Nintendo commercials were PlayStation's commercials with Crash. Did you ever see any of those? <laughs> yeah, those where he'd those be like, commercials are hilarious. Hey. You know, the games were like, all right. Yeah, but the commercials like, <laughs> hey, what's up, plumber boy? <laughs> like standing just, outside of Nintendo. <laughs> just blatantly took Sega's strategy and made it better. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I do remember those. Oh, those were fucking great. <laughs> I hope he gets announced for Smash too. Oh man, well, I mean, that's still PlayStation IP, so. But I mean, the 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 Crash series is on Switch now and everything. Oh, is it? Yeah, interesting. So well, maybe maybe they picked it up. I don't know. They I hope the rights. I'd, I'd love to see him end up on Smash. But what kind of moves would he have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just like Crash. I just like Crash. I don't care. People don't even think those games are that good. They're, they're not really that, not, but they're... I still like them. I don't care. I like Crash. I think he's cool. Yeah. I mean, Ratchet and Clank was better than Crash Bandicoot. Oh, for sure they were. So were Jack and Daxter. But yeah. Crash is... I think Crash. Crash is rad. He was like almost trying too hard, but he was still cool. He was like... But he wasn't Sonic and Mario. No. Those two are just, they're going to forever joined at the hip. They're the Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels of video games. Oh, yes. But now yeah. they're friends. Well, I guess Bret and Shawn are friends yeah. now. So that's what that, that's, there you go. We just yeah. tied it all in a nice little <laughs> bow. Sega lost, but Sega gave it a good run. Oh, yeah. If they hadn't gone to the 32X in the Sega CD and they had just... Yeah, if they had moved on to a new platform as just opposed a new to system. an add-on. Yeah, just like announced like a Sega 32 or something. Yeah. Because they weren't ready to just jump to the Dreamcast. Yeah. But it just does something else. They might still be around today, man, because they fucking they gave Nintendo a scare. I don't care what anybody says, except the Game Gear. I know the Game Gear was superior technology, but the Game Gear could never. Nintendo, the one area they've never been challenged is the handheld market. Yeah, Game Boy to Game Boy Advance to the 3DS lineup or the DS lineup. The Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. (laughs) See, and that's the thing. Nintendo fucked up with the Virtual Boy hard. Nintendo fucked up with the the, the Bazooka. Super Scope. <laughs> the Super Scope. I had a Super Scope. Yeah. Like, and like the two games you could play with it. <laughs> and that was so cool. There, I guess there was that huge thing back and forth where they were doing accessories. I mean, look at back at the original Nintendo with the Power Glove. Yeah. So. Well, because if something catches on, it gives you such a huge advantage, right? Because yeah. now you've got this extra thing that you can be like... Because really, at the end of the day, at the end of the day... Take the peripherals out. It's two yeah. pretty similar systems. I yeah. know that one's a little bit more powerful and one's got different games and shit like that. But at the end of the day, they're pretty close. Yeah. So if you could get that peripheral that really caught on, 
Yeah. Which really none of them ever did. No. Like, no. I can't think of a single video game peripheral that you're like, I gotta have. And I feel like that now, even with like the VR stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I think that it's the same as PlayStation Move or Xbox, uh, the camera, whatever the fuck it's called. My buddy's got the VR for the PS4 and it kind of drives me. Well, some of it's pretty cool, but I, d- I never thought I'd play a video game where I have to look around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, right? like, it's cool. And what it's more of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Than- I think the only way to make something like that work, and I think you're seeing the limited success of it, is to do like Nintendo started doing with the Wii, and just make that your whole. Con- it doesn't have to. It can't be a peripheral yeah. with certain games because not enough developers are going to develop for it. Yeah, it has to be like Wii with the motion controls. I mean, Wii U tried it with the gamepad, but it didn't work. Now with the Switch with the portability, which is fucking incredible. Um, I uh, I haven't bought a game system in a while, but I think. If uh buy a new one, Switch is definitely going to be it. I uh we'll end it on. Like, I'm definitely going to get Pokemon. Oh, fuck. that'll that'll be my that'll Dude, be my move. When even if you don't get Pokemon, uh, the Pikachu and Eevee ones that are coming out, the remakes, but you get like they said next year, there's a full fledged Pokemon title coming. Yeah, and like I'll tell you, man, like Nintendo's doing it right with Switch. Switch is never going to touch the PS4 because no. it's two drastically different markets. But they're doing it. They're doing it well enough that I sold my PS4. Because I was like, I don't have time to play both, and I'm keeping my Switch. It's perfect. And if this Pokemon game is a full-fledged title, like they're saying, and and I've I've been saying it forever, Nintendo needs to release a cheaper Switch, take the dock out to put it on TV, take everything you can out of that box to make it an affordable thing, and package it with Pokemon, the new Pokemon game, and just fucking push it out to the world. It will destroy everything. It'll sell so many copies because people like yourself, every adult that loves Pokemon that doesn't have a Switch yet will buy it. Yeah. And if you're a parent with two kids and they don't want to share and you can get a cheaper version of it with some less bells and whistles but they can both play Pokemon. Yeah. Nintendo will make more money than they fucking know what to do with. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. And I'm telling you, between Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, those IPs is like Nintendo will always be relevant because of that IP. All they have to do is just make new, just... It nostalgia factor. I'll always buy their consoles because I want to play their games. Yeah, and they have more games than well, not more games, but more unique IP than anything anybody else can do. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Sony and Xbox just can't touch. I, them I can't even think of well, except for Halo. Uh, I can't think of much unique IP for either of them. Well, I mean, like there's Halo, there's God of War for Sony. Sony's got. I will say. Uh, I mean, because apparently the new Spider-Man game is rad. But oh, yeah, I, I guess say, that's exclusive. It's too. exclusive. It's not an yeah. They don't own the Spider-Man IP, but it's exclusive. I will say that when Last of Us Two comes out, I'll probably buy another PlayStation Four, <laughs> or at least I'll borrow one from someone to play Last of Us Two because I'm like that game is an absolute masterpiece, or the first one was. Um, but they just don't like they're just basic. They're they're very similar, and they're just basic video games, right? Like, yeah. Here's your Call of Duties. Here's your Maddens. Here's the you know Assassin's Creed. These types of things, right? Whereas Nintendo's like it's just oh, it's almost all its own games. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. I'll buy every system they ever put out. I'll play all of them religiously. I don't care. I'm an unbiased fanboy. Fucking love it. And I'm glad the Sega's their tag team partner now instead of threatening i almost feel like we should shake hands after this we should we should (laughs) shake hands on this uh that was fun i i I didn't know how that was gonna go but that was a good that was a that was a fun uh trip down memory lane yeah nintendo won sega tried sega sonic still cool 
And uh, I'm going to try to find another Sega Nintendo commercial to put in right now before I go to the <laughs> outro. So uh, thanks for coming over, buddy. No problem. Danita Stokes, president of HAG. It's bad enough that Sega Genesis has the most 16-bit games, but this new Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, he really duffed my doilies. They say he's incredibly fast. Well, what's the hurry, mister? Hmm? And about his attitude. Smarty pants. Why can't it be more like that nice boy Mario? Oh! Little brat! Now, get Sonic free. That's going to do it for another episode of Remember the Game, you guys. Mikolos, thank you so much for coming over and talking console wars with me. And you guys, thanks for listening. Let me know what you thought of this episode. I've got a few other kind of retrospective ideas I like to throw down on here. They're not all just going to be Remember This Game and then talk about a game for half an hour. Uh, unless that's what you guys want. I'm interested in feedback, so please let me know. If you like the show, please leave us a review or a comment on YouTube or one of the apps of your choice. I'm going to start reading them at the beginning of the shows uh, blatantly as a way to try to encourage people to leave more, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it because that's who I am. And uh, if you like the show, I should have plugged this off the top and I did it, but that's okay. Join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash game, or find us on Twitter at game, and we follow back everyone that follows us and lots of people that don't because we're trying to build up a fan base. And it's a really hard fucking thing to do in 2019, which we're almost at. And speaking of that, uh, next week's episode, I'm going to get recorded and edited here a little bit early because I'm going away for a couple of days for Christmas and I want to have it locked and loaded. So if anything absolutely insane happens in video games in the next few days, I'm not going to be talking about it on next week's episode. So uh, you guys don't care. I don't talk about anything important anyway. That's it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that show. I hope if you were a Nintendo kid, you're still feeling great. And if you were a Sega kid, you've gotten over your loss. Uh, Sega's cool. I like them. I'm sorry. I won't take any more digs, okay? We just we won the war. That's all we won. Okay, thanks, guys. I will be back again in seven days. Uh, which will be Christmas, Christmas Day. No, no, because I'm doing this on Tuesday. It'll be Boxing Day. So I won't be back before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Festivus, whatever it is you celebrate. Drink some booze, eat some food, hang out with your friends, and most importantly, oh yeah, and your family, I guess. And most importantly, play some video games because that's what life is all about. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, Take it easy. I'll talk to you again later. Cheers. (laughs) 